What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Katie Speaks Podcast. I'm your host, Keontre Daniels. And I'm back. Praise God. I'm back on the podcast. I'm back here with you, and I'm so excited. So excited to finally uh, break the dead stop of not doing podcasts. Because if you've been following me, you know I haven't done one in a while. So shout out to you for tuning in and being subscribed so you can receive the notification. If you're not, go ahead and do that so you no longer have to miss out. Okay? But today, I just want to bring some news to everybody and uh, be transparent with you today. Um, It's no easy way to put it, but I haven't been doing podcasts because my granddad passed. My granddad, uh, you know, it wasn't something that we could see. He wasn't sickly, uh, although he was experiencing um, health issues. That is not, you know, something that we were able to time or appropriately assess, even though he was 91 and experiencing health issues. Why? Because this all just started. Um, his health has never really been on a decline for 91 years. My granddad has been involved with construction, not an office job, not anything of lifting papers or any type of easy work. My granddad, he was not doing it. Uh, took some time away simply because you can't, we can't help anybody if we have not helped ourselves, right? If I'm grieving and I come, and I'm coming on here talking to y'all and I'm trying to motivate and inspire, it doesn't matter what words come out of my mouth, right? Just give y'all a kingdom concept. The way the spirit realm works, if I come here with the spirit of depression, grief, anxiety, worry, fear, uh, anger, rage, disappointment, heartbreak, that's going to be released to you. And that's not something that I ever want to do. But I understand that there's a group of people, whether there be two, five or ten, Or just one. I believe that you, whoever you are out there, you're listening, you're watching. I believe that I have a message to deliver to you. And today I want to encourage you and let you know that this too shall pass. This too shall pass. And in the passing of my granddad, as he transitioned from this natural life and him going on to be with the Lord. Because he believed in Christ Jesus. He believed in the word of God. He gave his life for him. He lived his life for him. That as he passed, I must pass. I came to the understanding. I came to the realization that my granddad lived for 91 years, y'all. And while death is a part of life, I realized that I've experienced a lot of death growing up in the church, my family being heavily involved. Um, I've seen I've seen a lot of dead bodies more than I can count and not from, you know, being in the hood or I was in the military. I, was, I didn't engage in any wars or anything like that, but I've seen a lot of people in caskets. I've been to a lot of funeral homes. I've been to a lot of um what do you call it when they view the body? Wakes. I've been to a lot of those things uh, since I was a child. 
So death was pretty normal. Even if I didn't know the person, they were a stranger. I've had people in my family that died, whether they were close or, you know, you know, you got those family members you don't really know like that. Uh, I've had that too. And being accustomed to experiencing death. Uh, I've played the piano at a funeral. The first time I was asked to do that, it was kind of weird, extremely awkward. awkward. I was a teenager. Um, and just being exposed to many variations and uh, parts of the funeral and the burial process, seeing people have to bury their loved one, seeing people go through the emotions, you know, you kind of get numb to it. And I don't want to say that I was numb, but I understood at a very young age that death is a part of life and that this too shall pass. And by pass, I mean the situation, the circumstance that you're in, the emotions that you're experiencing, the stage that you're in your life. Um, it has to pass. Things come and go. Life comes and it goes. And we call it death. So when my granddad passed and I received the news, uh, it was a it was a surprise. It was a shock. I'm not a very reactive person. I'm kind of proactive about everything in my life as much as I can be. Um, and this is not something I was ready for. Now, in his passing, uh, I began to just, you know, reflect over his life, whether it was intentional or just the emotions that you deal with when you lose someone, uh, reflecting over his life, the lessons, what he said, how he carried himself. He was a man of God, first and foremost. He was a husband, a father, a grandfather, a great-great-grandfather. And actually, he was a great-great-great-grandfather, which is unbelievable. Um, I don't think in today's society we'll experience a lot more of that because of how young people are having kids, but I digress. I learned a lot um, just, you know, in this death. I learned a lot. I stepped away for a while from the podcast to just get myself together and uh, just appreciate all the messages, the calls, the texts. During that time, uh, it was a lot for me to take in and not so much the death, but more so uh, wanting to come back to the podcast, wanting to come back to record, wanting to come back and really speak to everybody. You know, I, I wanted to come and do the things that I was already doing. I wanted life to keep going and it did. But to try to keep up with the pace of life, the routine of life, would not have been wise for myself, for my family, for my wife, um, for those that are around me, those that are connected to me. And I had to make a conscious choice and decision, right? Knowing that I could come back later and tell y'all about it, what I've learned. And I, I want to give you some things that I've learned that I've observed through this time of being away. Uh, but before I do that, I...
I struggled. I really struggled coming back to the podcast because of where I was in my life, that time, that moment, that season. I really struggled, you know. This is probably the main thing I was doing at the time was doing my podcast. So when I got the news, uh, this very good thing that I have going, this very positive thing has been in a accident, right? With the news of, hey, someone who is near and dear to your heart has passed away. So I have this news that comes together and it collides with one another. So I associated for a while, and even now as I'm talking, I associated, you know, the podcast. I I couldn't think about the podcast and not think about my granddad. There was many other things that I was able to do that I was some hobbies I even picked back up, you know, to take my mind off of it. But I'm not too big on distracting myself intentionally. Uh, I've been very aware of my emotions and embracing them. And I asked myself one question, okay, what are you going to do with this? It's not for me to have the emotion, wear it, and respond out of the emotion, but to address it and say, hey, man, you're feeling this. And it's been very strategic. So knowing that, uh, it was just hard, very, very difficult, very difficult to think about the podcast, want to come and inspire people, want to give a message wanting to help motivate somebody where there's just one person. But uh, there's already been a, a, a proven track record of people that are benefiting from this. So you can kind of see the balance and the war in my mind of, hey, what do I do? What do I say? And one of the limiting beliefs that I had and this is one of the things that I observed. One of the limiting beliefs that I had about coming back was, you know, nobody want to hear this. I'm this motivational guy or I've already established myself to be on the podcast and let people know, hey, you got to be motivated. You can't let anything stop you. You got to be grateful. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do this. But what does it look like when the motivator gets unmotivated? Who do we call? Who do we answer to? How do we respond? And I wanted to prove that throughout the whole thing. I didn't want to stop. I wanted to keep going, but it would have been very unwise. Neither would it have been beneficial for you or for me. Anybody that's listening, watching, uh, it would not have been beneficial. And we want everything to be beneficial. That's the reason that I'm here and I'm still on this earth so that you might benefit. Right. So by you being a benefactor, you can benefit someone else. And it's all strategic. OK. But I understood the difficulty and the limiting belief that I was suffering uh, from a lot of different things at the moment. From grief, from heartbreak, you know, disappointment, just the sorrow, the anguish. You know, my soul was in distress. There wasn't a whole lot, you know, to do or to be said. There wasn't, you know, <laughs> there it just wasn't. You know, this is somebody who has been on the earth for 91 years who is now gone. As long as I've been alive, my uncles, my aunts, my cousins, 
my siblings, as long as we have been alive, my granddad has been there. And now he's no longer there. So I can understand, you know, by me taking a break and people beginning to benefit and me going away, how we can make you feel. How somebody could experience that. And I knew I would eventually be faced with recording the podcast. I knew it. And it's just been tough. Even, you know, being on the mic right now, it's been tough. But as I begin to observe my granddad's life and really look at what he had to overcome, his story, um, him being a working man all the way up until, you know, 91 years old. You know, he worked all 90 years. He worked up until the pandemic. That's probably like the main thing that really slowed him down. It wasn't his age. It wasn't his health, even though he had great health, great bill of health. Um, I've never said this publicly, but as I'm flushing it all out, my granddad had zero, zero health problems other than his knee. Uh that caused him to be in the situation that he was in. What do I mean by that? 2018, he was doing construction on the house, uh, walked in on him. He was sitting on the air compressor because there was no chairs. And uh, he quickly began to explain to me, I remember this so vividly. He was explaining to me, hey, I'm just sitting down because, you know, my knee is hurting. I just had to sit down for a little bit. And I looked at him, you know, kind of like, why Why are you explaining yourself to me? You know, you don't owe me any explanation, granddad. You can sit down whenever you want to. But if you know my granddad, he's not a sit-down type of guy unless he's taking a break. His knee had been bothering him. And at 90 years old, he fell off the roof because his knee gave out. He thought he lifted it up on the top of... The house, he cleared the ladder and his knee went out and he fell off a roof at 90 years old doing construction. Doing construction at 90 years old. He passed away at 91. Right. And when I think about that, what type of person do you have to be to still be physically working? Physically working. I'm not talking about passive income. I'm talking about active and engaged income this guy man he just relentless does not stop does not stop and to see the life that he lived you know very wealthy 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 man not wealth as in money even though he had money very cheap guy um, he had money, but the children and his children's children and his children's children's children, you know, to live to see that amount of generations that do not exist if it were not for your life. I just, I really do honor, you know, Arvin Lewis Sr. I really do honor, I respect him. Um, and the time that I got to know him, you know, prior to 
all of the health conditions and different things. And I believe all of this came from, you know, the vaccine that they're trying to make everybody take. This is my personal belief. I haven't discussed it with any of my family or anyone. Um, a handful of people know that information, but I'm sharing it on the podcast because it's true. My granddad did not have any cardiovascular health problems that were manifested, that were ever shown. I'll tell you this, at 91 years old, this is a fact, he never stayed overnight in the hospital at 91 years old. And the rapid decline of his health did not take place prior to the vaccine. Prior to the vaccine. So, listen, I mean, if it's too late, it's too late, but that's what I believe, that's what I saw. Um, That's what I experienced. But anyway, in his lifetime and what he was able to do, what he was able to accomplish was to continue to do the work, continue to build brick by brick everything in his life by the grace of God. Um, One of the things my granddad would tell me all the time is learn all you can. And he said it like that. Every single time, learn all you can. And as I get older, I understand what he means by learn all you can. I thought he just meant go to college and go to school and, you know, get this formal education. But no, that's not what he was saying. What he was saying was pay attention to everything around you. He never elaborated this far. But whatever you do, learn everything about it. Learn all the ins, learn all the outs. And I learned and I discovered who my granddad actually was. He didn't mince words. If if you said something that he didn't agree with and you were trying to coerce him to go along with what you were doing, he spoke up. He didn't bite his tongue. He let you know where he stood how far he was willing to go and where he was not going to go and what he was not going to do. And that really spoke to me as a man, you know, me being the youngest grandson, it really helped me understand a lot. So for me to have a limited belief, for me to have a podcast and a platform to where I can freely speak my mind, my heart, Whatever God is dealing with me about, wherever I am and what stage and what season in my life, for me to sit back and allow the muzzle of thought, the muzzle of fear to cover my mouth and hinder me from speaking to you. Yeah, you, you're listening, you're watching, wherever you are, for me to allow that to not fully impact you, for me to say, Ah, this is what I think that they think. Who cares what they think? Who cares? Because at the end of the day, my experience is to benefit you. My life is to benefit you so that you can be a benefactor. And by you being a benefactor, you can be also a benefit to someone else. In the book of Corinthians, The Apostle Paul, he talks about, you know, being torn between two things. I was torn, y'all. The Apostle Paul, he was torn between, you know, going home 
to be with the Lord and not on some suicidal type stuff. But if he had the opportunity to leave this earth and go to be with God, he understood that it was more beneficial for him to be here on the earth because what wisdom he had, the knowledge he had, the understanding that he had, it was better and it was more beneficial for him to be in the earth. What am I saying? Why am I talking about the Bible? Because it's more beneficial for me to open my mouth while I'm here on the earth and tell you, hey, this is what I'm going through. This is what I see. This is what I understand. This is what I'm learning. This is my perspective because God designed me this way. He gave me the perspective. He gave me the heart that I have. He gave me the emotions. He gave me the ability to see and to understand. According to Daniel chapter 1 verse 17, it says that Daniel had the unusual aptitude to understand all literacy, all wisdom, all knowledge, and all understanding. And I believe that I have the same thing. Uh, according to my measure of faith, it's for me. Daniel had it. I can have it. And that's my approach to life. So, in order for me to be beneficiary, right, or beneficial, in order for me to be beneficial to you, I must be talking. Now, I'm not talking all the time. I'm not just blabbing away. But I want to share with you that this too shall pass. Whether it be a relationship, a loved one, a situation, or a circumstance. This too shall pass. They don't have to be old. They don't have to be young. They don't have to be healthy or unhealthy, but this too shall pass. That everybody here has been appointed at some time in their life. It's already been appointed that they have to die. But I want you to take an inventory of your life right now. I want you to look around at everything in your life. the people you have, the family you have. Look at everything. Look at everything that you have in your life, the conversations, the cars, the clothes, the shoes, the bed, the training, the job, the career, the leadership, the ownership, the understanding, the credit, the trust, the distrust, the heartbreak, the disappointment. I want you to inventory everything in your life in this moment right now. Are you are where you are in your life because something in your life has passed? Is there an opportunity? Is there a moment that is passed in your life? Is there a person that has passed in your life? And you weren't able to pass. You weren't able to move on. You weren't able to overcome. Did you process? Did you grieve? Some of us are repeating the same old mistakes. Y'all, I stepped away not because, you know, I was hurt or I was grieving or my granddad passed. I stepped away because it would tear down my ability to be consistent. It would tear down my Ability to be dedicated and motivated for the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. 
If I get popular from it, great. If I get a lot of followers from it, great. But why I'm doing what I'm doing is to impact you, is to have an impact and an influence in your life, a voice and a say-so in your life, if you let me, to tell you that you can keep going, even though these things have passed, even though you've experienced loss in your life, you can do it. And I'm, I'm here now because this is the time. This is the moment where I've made up in my mind. You know what? I overcame it. So can you. I was able to get through it. So can you. And it's only by the grace of God that despair, that anguish, that distress, that depression that tried to creep in. It didn't stop me. You might have to take a little break, but we don't quit. You might take a little pause, a little intermission, but we do not give up. And as I think about my granddad, most of the time is I always laugh first. I always laugh first. And shortly after, the tears come. Shortly after, you know, the memories of, you know, I can't, I don't have anything else to laugh at. I always have to look back. I have to reflect and think on the good times. And it's only good times. It's only funny times. There's been many times, you know, I've been at work in the little closed areas. We call them closed areas. In these secret places where you got to have a clearance to be in. There's no cell phone. There's nothing. And I'm working with my equipment. I'm working on the different things that I'm working on. And my mind is able to just be free. And I'm thinking about my granddad. And I can feel, you know, getting choked up while I'm working. I can feel uh, these tears are about to flow, but I don't care. But I'm not ashamed, but I'm not fearful of what I'm feeling. I'm going to embrace this because this too shall pass. It won't always be like this. Every time I think of him, I won't always cry. But there's going to be one day where I'll be able to think about my granddad and not be sad. There's going to be one day that's coming in the future, near or far, it doesn't matter, that I am going to be able to think of my granddad and appreciate the time that he was here. There's going to be one day that I'm no longer angry or frustrated or I'm thinking about what my mom and her siblings are going through, what my granny is going through. The people that he left behind, I'm no longer upset with God. I'm no longer upset. There's one day that is coming that this too shall pass. And I want to encourage each and every one of you that are listening, that are watching, wherever you are. Look, this too shall pass. You might be struggling in your marriage. This too shall pass. Your children might be acting up. They might be failing in school. This too shall pass. The doctor's telling you one thing, they're diagnosing you, they don't really know what to do, you don't have the money, you got some things going on at your job, this too shall pass. And so for whatever, whatever it is in your life, we have to take on the mindset, right? Take on the belief, and not only the belief, but take the faith 
and apply it, that I'm going to continue to move about. I'm going to continue to live my life because I know and I understand. Therefore, I can apply the principle of this too shall pass. And because of that, I'm now on the other side. Now, to me, it's taking a little longer, right? Another limiting belief was I have to pass this. This must pass by a certain time frame. This must pass when I say that it's time for it to pass. But as you live in this life, you begin to understand that it's not your timeline. It's not your milestone. It's not your deadline that you have a say-so in, to, for, or about. It's not yours. It doesn't belong to you. You don't own it. You can't buy it. You can't pay for it. You can't. So understanding that, it, it, it allows us to take a step back and have the patience to process. Have the patience to process. Write that down. Have the patience to process. And I gave myself permission to have the patience to process the pain, to process the sadness, to process the grief. I had to be patient with myself because I wanted to come on and just go back to normal. You know, we had the funeral, we cry, you know, we go back, we take care of everything, go back to work and everything's good. But I knew that everything was not good when I came back to work. And people asking me and they telling me and they giving me their condolences and yada, 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 which is good. It's cool. But I'm not I'm not the type of person that, you know, I, I want a pity party. I don't want you to feel sad for me. I don't want you to, you know, give me nice words or mince words with me because you feel like this is what something you should do. It's a nice thing to do. I, I don't care about that. You know, let's not talk about it. And not in a sense of avoidance, but more so in a sense of like what you're saying. I don't want to be reminded. Number one. Number two, I don't really care for. I appreciate it, but this is not beneficial to me. And many of you out there are doing things that are not beneficial to you. Therefore, there's a lot of passing in your life. There's a lot of things going on in your life that need to be broken, that need to be lifted off of you. Many cycles that you're still going through and you're waiting on in the past. But you're doing so many things that are not beneficial, even though you have permission and the freedom to go and do it does not mean that it's beneficial to you. Does not mean that it's beneficial for you. But one thing I can assure you, listening to this podcast, it will be beneficial for you. One thing I can tell you today that as you do more beneficial things for yourself, you can be more beneficial to others. And I'm back in a place in my life to be used by God, to be used by media, to be used by podcasts, to be used by video, whatever it may be. I'm in a place to be an instrument to deliver hope, to deliver restoration, to deliver and decree unto you that this too shall pass. This too shall pass. So with that, that that will conclude today's episode. I just want to come on and share that with y'all. I don't know if this is going to be a part two or three, honestly. But I have a lot to say. But this is 
you know, if you're watching, you're listening, you're, you're a witness now, whenever you listen to this, you are now a witness of what it looks like, what it sounds like to overcome. Because I wasn't getting on and doing another podcast. I wasn't posting another podcast. I already have pre-recorded episodes, but I wasn't posting not another episode. I wasn't recording another episode until I came on and talked about my granddad. But there took a level of boldness because of what I told myself. Not what anybody else told me, but what I told myself. And what you're telling yourself right now, I'm telling you today that this too can pass. You can tell yourself something. You can tell yourself something different. You can. It's a choice. It's a decision. And today I made the choice. Today I made the decision to come on and be an inspiration. Today I made the choice and the decision to be a motivation, to be a type of discipline that people need to see and it needs to be displayed. I understand because I saw somebody else do it. I saw my mentor do it when his mom passed. Not his granddad, but the person who gave him life. Who delivered life unto him. He continued to do the podcast. He continued to do many other things. And I said, hey, I want to do that. Because a role model did it for me. But the reality was, I was not able to do it. I had the capacity. But it would not have been at 100%. So whatever you do, do it with 100%. And if you can't, I want you to think about it. What's stopping you from doing it at 100%? And remove those things. Let those things pass. Let the things that are stopping you pass away. Because we want to get to 100%. We want to do everything with the spirit of excellence. We want to do it to the level that we know we gave it our all. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. If you haven't, go and follow me on Instagram at Katie Speaks Podcast uh, and Keontre Daniels. Um, Katie Speaks Podcast everywhere. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Go and follow me there. Join the journey. Join this marathon we call life so we can do it together and get better. All right. See you guys next time.